You are now politicking with Bo. Corner store philosophy, wine prophets who probably felt the greatest hide and chased that dragon into poverty, inherited a lower self-esteem and a lack of knowledge, got they refund checks and turned they back to college, who needs a degree to survive in these streets, weather 400 degrees, juveniles chasing dreams, hustling harder for smaller returns, they call it life shit, we live and we learn. What's up world, it's JP1, aka Jackpot the Chosen One, representing Detroit to the fullest. Right now, you politicking with Poe on Poe politicking. Let's get it. All the right people join together and unify. Take back our families and children, multiply. Show them how to live to the standard we died for. Teach them by God, put them first and ride for them. The devil being busy and he using the media. Destroying your mind, don't feed out the evil, bro. The story been told in the Bible, don't bite the out. See, our life matter, we just tired for being black. We way much more than the shit they broadcast. We just get dough, feed the family, and live laughing. Some work nine to five, the other has still trapping. Some treat our sister like queen, other disrespect them. Our women got to prove to our men they more than set in order to get respect. The sister respect yourself. We all get in situation. We do what we got to do. But change it good. Don't let the world throw you through the loop. And yeah, I'm representing Columbia, Mississippi. Mr. Trio, it's Amar. And I'm politicking with my boy Poe on Poe Politicking. I've journeyed for miles with various styles. Before I was born, I was made to be a dangerous child. But as a man, I've evolved. Mercenary techniques turned a young geek into that of a god. Rap was never that hard. I bring terror to squads. Competition getting flipped like a deck of some cards. So swift but so sick, what I'm spitting is mightier. My pen is nausea to your heaviest sword. So bring your illest crew plus an extra two. You won't return like a library book that's overdue. The game is full of parasites, vultures, and leeches, so I spit the fireworks that'll blow them to pieces. It's the soul dragon, Malcolm Dwayne, coming straight up out of Nashville, and I'm politicking with the homie Poe on Poe Politicking Radio. Soul. PoePoliticking.com This is Star, that's S-T-A-H-H-R, the two H's of the hip-hop, and I'm on Poe Politicking Radio. Peace, love, and balance. That it would break me, take me off my course Fell, picked it up, realigned with the source Back on the horse like a diver I'm a survivor, victor, picture perfect Work it till it short circuits Think it, speak it, claim it Secret, ain't it's ancient Cadence, murder, fragrance Ultraviolet, how I speak when I'm silent Through my aura, Borealis, Aurora It's in the bloodline Liquid sunshine, the heart Know it and I'm doing my part Sometimes it's switching a blink like a glitch in the link of a chain Stay off it, before I lose I'm a forfeit No bowing to the corporate, the devil's in the pulpit Applaud this, flawless, spit gorgeous Justice for the lawless, that real rawness Reckless, but softer than the pearl necklace We out of balance, let's correct it Stay connected, we resurrect bliss Then over on the next mission The wound must be protected and respected I say, no more victim, that's the mission Deal with truth any day Gotta make it over, that's the only way Go against the grain Work through the pain to get joy Something to hold on, Myrna Loy Survival of the fit, we intent, brethren Seven steps to heaven, wafers unleavened Communion with the interstellar Ginger lover, shooting dice
lights with Christ looking for my Cinderella Dana Dane flow, plain Jane no Punky Brewster with the colorful mainframe glow Life been bananas, welfare and tannin Regardless, cry freedom if you really want this While you planning and designing Strong under pressure Morphed into a diamond Shining Brighter than some Twinkies on a hog Grinding Creeping through and seeping like a fog Something inside of me Guiding me Keeps reminding me To rewind and see No following blindly The worst is behind me Every cell of my being Responding to freedom That's where it starts first Filling DNA burst Like a climax All through your body Such a rush type Fast lane and Maseratis Kept my guard up In case they wanna start stuff Like fiddle call bluffs Even if you're all tough Knock your block off, trying to get your rocks off Turntables, cause we able to win Unshakable, we booted firm Breaking them in, breaking them in, breaking them in Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes, subscribe, like, and comment to this interview. I'm now politicking with the lovely star. How you doing? I'm good, Peace. How are you? I'm good. And I say lovely because uh, I was looking at your Instagram and I see a, a black queen, black goddess. Give Peep thanks. that out from you. <laughs> That's so, my parents. I can't take any credit for it. That's my mama and my daddy. Okay, and then the first thing I want you to talk about your your name because it's star, but it has two H's, and I know the H's have meanings behind it. Right, the two H's just stand for hip hop. I mean, star was a very is a simple name, and I'm like, well, how can I jazz it up? So I was like, you know, the two H's just made sense. Okay, and then where where are you at now? What's your uh, where you, where you live? I don't want people to know where I live. They might try to come. <laughs> I got stalkers. So where your hometown? Then what's your hometown? My home is Atlanta, though I was born somewhere else, but I've been in Atlanta for 30 years. So this is, that's always like a weird, I mean, because people are like, well, if you're not born there, you're not from there. And it's like, I'm more connected to Atlanta than I am Memphis, which is where I was born. I mean, Memphis is my roots, but I was raised here. Like I started rhyming here. So Star is from Atlanta. You said 30 years? Like 30 years. Yeah. So you kind of, you grew up in uh, the Renaissance and all that in Atlanta. So how was that? I mean, you know, it made me who I am today because being here, we, you know, the influence came from, you know, New York, obviously, and L.A. So those were the two, or not L.A., the West Coast, but primarily L.A. So that was what you bounced back and forth between because that's what there was. Um, So when Outkast came out, that was huge for us here because we finally had lyrical uh, content-based representation here where we were that we could see and we watched them grow. Like I, they raised me and I watched them grow up. It's, you know, it's crazy just to have been a part of something like that. What about you know, here before? 
But then what about, I mean, also you had the crunk era. So what about that? I'm, but that, I, I, I'm from here. So that's part of the culture. I was in 559 the same way I was in Club Kaya. Uh, I listened to Edward J. So all of that, Kilo Ali, those are all our forefathers. It don't matter what genre it was. I grew up on all of that. I grew up on all of it. Luke, all of it. All of it. So who, everything. Who's your main influences? I mean, that's a long list. Um, Death Squad, Native Tongues, Dungeon Family, Hyro, uh, Ice Cube, Special Ed, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, Light, Latifah, Moni. I mean, Slick Rick, LL, <laughs> everybody damn near, but uh, Boot Camp Click, Organized Confusion. Your, I was influenced by a lot. Who's your, who would you say your top five rappers are right now? That's such a... I know. Like, that's <laughs> not a good question. And mine changes. Mine changes. I don't think there's ever going to be a top five or a top ten across the board because there's too many factors um, that can be... That, ha that have to be... I mean, there's people that are dope to me for one thing and one thing only that I would put in the top that probably nobody else would. So I, I will answer the question by saying who is my favorite MC so that people don't get their feelings hurt. Because I had to answer this question on another interview, and I don't like answering the same questions over and over again. Redman is the greatest MC of all time. So that's my one. I'll give one. I'm not giving a five because people really get in their feelings over that. <laughs> all right. And then... Huh? He's the greatest of all time. What what I, album, what song you like by Redman? Hmm? What's your what's your favorite? He's my favorite MC and the reason why I rhyme. So anything Redman has ever done, probably with the exception of that one that came after Doc's the name that I don't remember the name of, so that tells you it's very telling. He's incredible. Like he made me want to rhyme. That is the reason why Star exists because of Redman. So know that. All right, and then I can't, so, even, I can't even narrow it me because it would probably be a tie between Muddy Waters and um, Dare as a Dark Side in terms of my favorite. All right, and then but the album, what the album is the one that set it off. So that's just those are always difficult questions. I can't choose, so I choose them all. All right, and then you talked about Red Man, so just give us a little bit more about your background and like how long you've been doing it and, and how you fell in love with it with hip hop. Again, a question that is always asked, but I'll answer it again anyway. Um, I fell in love with hip-hop when I was 13, listening to Slick Rick's first album at a basement party in Chicago. And maybe a couple of years later, my best friend in high school suggested that we start rhyming. I wrote poetry and I wrote creative stories. Before then, she wrote a rhyme, I wrote a rhyme, the rest is history. It just went from there. I mean, this is... It's like when you're when you're growing, you're not thinking, let me take notes because somebody's going to ask me one day about all this stuff. I was just living. I live the culture because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan first. I'm a hip hop head first before I'm an MC. I, I, bought, I bought albums. I went to shows. I bought merch. Uh, I, I embraced the culture. You know, every aspect of hip hop, I tried to, if I didn't dabble in it, I at least did the knowledge to it. Um, 
So there's not any one, you know, particular thing. I think when you when you start going, it just it kind of like it snowballs. Like when you really lock in and you attach to it, there's not. I mean, I'm old. <laughs> I'm an old soul. So I got a thousand instances that it would take like five days to, you know, to speak on all of them. But I would say the defining turning point for me was when I heard Slick Rick's album at that basement party. I completely fell in love with hip hop at that point and it just progressed from there. Now, how would you, what's your definition of hip hop? Freedom of expression, uh, not being in a box, soulfulness, authenticity. Um, yeah. Freedom is like the main the main one to me, though. It's very freeing. It's a very freeing art form. And how do you feel about the current state of, of hip-hop? I only focus on that which uh, impacts me. And from, from, from where I'm sitting, I'm doing my job, so I'm good. I don't worry about the rest. When we worry about that type of stuff, it takes energy away from the solutions. I focus on what I like. I focus on what's dope. And I let the rest of that stuff fly in the wind. I think hip hop is in a good space right now because a lot of the people who um, laid the foundation are still here, are still active, and as long as we keep that 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 we bridge that gap, and there's respect for whose shoulders we're standing on, we're gonna be fine. All that other stuff is a distraction. It's, it's not going to even be here in ten years. It ain't even worth discussing because it's not it's not going to last. So I don't let it bother. Yeah, I feel like everybody that's involved with hip hop should be adding to the culture, like enhancing it. So, how do you feel that you're doing that? I'm true to myself. I'm true to the art form as much as possible, and I just do me. I mean, I don't put. I think it's things unfair to necessarily demand anyone to do anything because people are going to do what the fuck they want to do. I mean, like <laughs> I would say, we we all should be paying tithes to cool Herc. You feel what I'm saying? But who's doing that? Oh, yeah, we big up to the forefathers. But remember when Herc got sick and they had to raise money? That shouldn't have happened. Right. So if I was going to demand anything that people should be doing, we should be setting up some kind of fund so that there can be health care provided, retirement, and whatnot for these artists who we claim we love so much, who... uh ingenuity and inventiveness some some people are living very well off of but they're not giving back i mean but then that's like you can't tell nobody what to do with their money either but i'm just saying i think that would be a good idea i just keep it true to the culture and the art form i mean that's really the most anyone can do because people can do a lot and say a lot of things but it's like what what are the fruits of what you're saying like i feel like my music you know i've i've dabbled in activism i mean i try to address current events um without forcing it i still want things to be natural i don't want to have an agenda um i think i do a good job of being authentic and respecting the art form so that's my contribution then also i saw you do a lot of lectures at colleges i don't do a lot of lectures i've done one oh that's interesting. I need to probably look at my bio. Man. Yeah, I'm ready, all bro. <laughs> it's okay. I did. I would love to do more now, so we can speak. Let's speak that into existence. I did one at Wesleyan University in 2010. Um, one of the sisters who went to school there 
was part of, I don't even remember what organization she was part of, but she reached out to my management at the time and they wanted me to perform. And in the conversation, somehow they got to talking about the academic aspect. And he said something about a lecture. And then the girl was like, what? She'll lecture? I got paid more to lecture than I did to perform. That was a really, that was a really dope experience. Um, I lectured on, um, the lyricism from a, uh, the perspective of a woman in hip hop. And I had like five different examples. Like I used lady, but I think I used ladybug, Bahamadia, rage, um, and Lauren Hill. And I used them all as, um, archetypes of a, of a specific aspect of lyricism and, you know, have my little PowerPoint and also, but you know, that's, I would like to do more of that. Actually. That was really fun. And then, like I said, I was checking out, like, when I was checking out your Instagram, I was listening to your flow and everything. I could just tell you're very enlightened. So I just want you to talk about some of the books you read. You you were saying your parents influenced you. Just talk about some of the books. I don't read as much as I need to be reading now. It's because of my life, but I have read, I've been reading since I was four. <laughs> so, I like some of the. What a book! Like what books fifth. do you recommend to us, man? I can't. I don't recommend books to people if I don't know what they're into. I mean, I can say what I like right now. A book I would recommend to anybody is *The Four Agreements* by Don Miguel Ruiz. Yeah, I read that one. Like that. And Malcolm X autobiography, but then that would depend. That book changed my life. I read books on health, metaphysics, history, religion, self-help. I mean. I don't really read like I used to. I'm a parent. I have a small child, so that is time consuming. I'm lucky if I get to finish a book in one sitting. That's I don't have that luxury anymore. But um, yeah. Why did that book change your life? The Malcolm X book. Uh, why? Or yeah, because the, the reason it changed I my life. When I was 15, um, based on where I grew up and how I grew up that really sparked my consciousness. Um, cause Malcolm and I has very similar, um, very similar life experiences in terms of like, you know, when he went to school, like I went to school with predominantly white people. Um, so like I really identified with, with the mascot when he talked about being, being the mascot and, um, you know, just how he did that change. And, and, and I did, I did something similar. I mean, without, of course, breaking in the houses and sleeping with white women, but um, <laughs> I went through like, oh, word, okay, they they not really my friends. Mm, let me look at you. Might be right. You might be onto something, Malcolm. And um, you know, it just it went from there. Yeah, with me, it was like I remember when he was talking about he went to jail and when he said he lost his vision. He was reading so much, so that's mm -hmm. really what stuck me, and that's actually why I started reading like him and Tupac. I started reading because of him. So something similar almost. That's <laughs> what so I think really got me though. All right. And then I just want you to talk about what are your current projects you're working on right now. Took a two and a half year break. So I'm just coming back from that. Um, I'm doing something right now. It's called Respect Do. And it's it started as a photo series because it was during the time when I when I was not rhyming, but I still wanted to have something to contribute to hip hop culture. And um I've just taken shirts or different merch, primarily shirts, sweatshirts that I had from 
artists who either had a personal impact on me or who I felt had never gotten their their just due or their respect due. And earlier this year, like probably around like really June, because that's when I started writing them, I was like, you know what? I got to add something else. And uh, I was listening to, I was listening to just some older songs, like from, you know, the nineties or whatever that I used to love, you know, listen to it. I used to have on repeat and I'm like, you know what? I need to start doing freestyles because that's going to help me get back into writing mode. And so I've done about 11 freestyles to different beats and, um, I have shooting videos for all of them. And then I'm working on um, a project with Crazy DJ Look, excuse me, Crazy DJ Bizarro's Dysfunctional Family Beat Miners Radio, um, called 7:30 is the name of us collectively. And then I have a couple of other things that I'm not at liberty to discuss right now because I don't like talking about stuff that's not finished or that's not in the right. works. I haven't written to the beats yet, so I'm not speaking on it. But I have a couple of really dope things. There might even be some stuff. Um, with metal face next year just that's the one thing i will put out there but we'll see we'll see how that develops and that's it i mean i'm just getting back into the swing of writing right? well, how do you how do you feel about social media you think it's important I, I, but it's a necessary evil i really because i'm not from you know i lived in i lived in the world before social media i hate a, a lot of social media i really do but what i love about it is how um, it connects us, and it has it has enabled me to be able to um, connect and work with people who I wouldn't have been able to go, you know, like to Japan to have a face to face with this person, for example. But through social media, you know, your stuff can just hit everybody in a very short um, amount of time, and I do love that. I, I love I love that about it. But all of the other stuff, the trolling and the people in your DMs and all you know people posting all kind of horrible you know graphic shit from the news i could do it out but that connecting the connection aspect of social media i love it it's a wonderful tool for an artist and i would recommend any artist get even if you have to pay someone to just run your page for you have an active presence on social media it's it's a good it's a good it's a good thing for that and even with the you know your the fans who are not psychopaths for you to be able to interact with them because some people do take things too far and I you have to block or ignore certain things but for the most part it's really good to be able to get that feedback interact and share uh, with your fan base uh, what, quick and it's it's free so you know you can't beat that I say what what do you like the most like Twitter Instagram Facebook. Um, Pinterest. I, mean, I I don't like any of them, but Instagram is probably uh, the the easiest to operate and uh, the most effective. I think it is because everything is just like you only got sixty seconds if you right. don't put music on there. You know, it's real for them short attention span people. I actually think that's one of the problems social media too. Everything's so quick now, so it'd be something. Yeah, just but you know, you I mean, things change. I mean, it's like you know, you, you gotta make the best out of it, you know. But yeah, people's attention spans are definitely shorter. They are. And that's just it is what it is. So, then what advice would you give to a new artist, somebody wanting to get in this game and do this? 
I would say avoid it at all costs because it's horrible and it sucks. Go to college and be a doctor. <laughs> and then what if they say they still want to do it? Must, but if you must yeah. rhyme, make sure that you uh, study the business aspect and be honest with yourself because everyone's not cut out for it. I don't. I think that people have the right to express themselves, but when you when you are talking about being an artist a professional artist, meaning you're going to get paid for it, you're, you need to meet a certain standard. And there's people out there, I don't know how they got past. I guess nobody was ever honest with them. Some of these people have actually gone on to make a lot of money, though. So may, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But um, study the business. Handle your business. Handle your business. Handle your business. And for, for those, just, just an extra aside, for those from... Uh, Pre, that predate social media, there's a lot of money to be made online. So please make sure that you have a website that is easily functional. If you have merch, make it easy for somebody to go and support and buy it. If you got music, have it on as many of the digital outlets as possible because when someone wants to support you, but they can't, no one's going to beg you to take their money. Right. But the business... For you new jacks, business and read, read a lot, and don't listen to other people's music either. Like, try not to listen to a whole bunch of rappers when you're first getting your, your you know, you're getting because then you're gonna sound like somebody else. I and mean, we all are influenced, and we gotta grow through that. But I would advise, I try not to listen to a whole lot of people when I'm writing because I don't want to sound like nobody else. I mean, and it's I'm inspired by all different kinds of music too. So it's like hip hop is only one aspect, and because. Hip hop is so Frankensteinian because we take pieces from so many different things and we put them together to create our own. You really don't have to listen just only to rap music if you rap. So that's that's another thing. Get your inspiration from as many different aspects of life as possible. Make it'll make you a more well-rounded artist and it'll make your writing a lot better. So what do you think about this? Is kind of off the wall, but what do you think about EDM? I, th- I kind of th- I've never gotten into it enough to form an opinion on it. Yeah, I, I don't. I couldn't tell you one EDM song. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, though. I feel like they're kind of it's, it's turning to like hip hop without the beat. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's like techno and hip hop mixed together. It, it, yeah, I saw something up. recently where them DJs are making a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's like to you know hip hop DJs. Like, damn, these cats are making like billions and billions of dollars. But maybe it's a business thing. I mean, cultural appropriation. I obviously pays well, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know about EDM um, to speak on it. So I try, I'm going to stay in my lane on that one. I don't know anything about it. And then what would you like to say to all your fans and people that have been supporting your career thus far? I appreciate you and thank you for tolerating and accepting me because I'm a mess. Dobbs, <laughs> 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 nah, I appreciate it. I mean, I definitely appreciate that. You know, the, obviously there's people out there who, can relate to how I think. So I'm not alone in this world. It's good to know. I love y'all. Appreciate you. I want to say thank you for coming through Politicking with me. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I Any, appreciate it. Anything we didn't cover you want to talk about? Oh, well, if they want to, if they want to be in touch with me on social media, I'm S-T-A-H-H-R on everything. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, SoundCloud, Understar, YouTube, Understar. That's where I am. And I also have um, a line of shirts. I, I'm wearing one of the hoodies right now. The love always wins. Scribe tees, 
that's also on um Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Well, not on Twitter, but um I have the star logo tees and a couple of other designs. So that's that's it. I mean yeah, that was a good point when you was talking about earlier because, like you said, a lot of fans, they're going online looking for artists to support them. If you don't have your stuff, like, simple, where they can just click right. and get it, that's your loss. They're not going to... Listen, I had a group, and I'm not going to say the group's name, but I mean legends, like OGs. And I went on their site to try to buy something. I was about to drop, like, $100, $150 on merch. And when I got to the checkout portion, it was it wouldn't... Except something, I sent an email to customer service. It's been almost two months, and I still haven't heard anything. Well, Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O. L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and get an audio book of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.